This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I think today is probably overall the best practice I've been a part of in Nebraska. Jake Bakoven. I think we had our best week of practice ever again. So if our goal is to get better day by day, it's been a good week. Tom and Bach starts now. Welcome in. I'm Mike Schaefer. That's Connor. Ha- Wait a minute. That's right. Oh. Uh, Tom Stevens here. Jake Bakoven there. Uh, normally it would be uh, Connor and, and Schaefer. Uh, Apper and Schaefer. But uh, they've got a pregame to do uh, a little bit later on. See, we go from here, Bach. Here's the schedule. We go from here, two hours of Tom and Bach college football radio that's right um this is almost like a game day show it's game day that's right in nebraska so expect a game day type atmosphere here in the studio uh but we'll go from here to tipsy tina's eighth and q in the Haymarket, uh where we'll do the pregame show that's right so this is the pregame to the pregame show that's right, and and it wasn't just that we were the ones that had time. I mean, they they got into their meetings. They decided, you know what, Happer and Schaefer, it's a great show. But w- I mean, we just wouldn't have Tom and Bach that day if right. we don't go. That's so right. we just got to push them. We got to go with Tom and Bach. You're good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, you guys are good. Yeah. Uh, but we're talking college football. We're going to need Bach in studio. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. For a couple hours before we do the out of studio thing at Tipsy Tina's. That's the reason. I think it was really just that Happer wanted us to work uh, so he could get a couple hours off the, <laughs> yeah. off the radio because he's got to do the post game with you after the game uh, in studio, and then we'll head over to Tanner's uh, as well. Full I day. Think, yeah, it's a full day. Uh, so, oh, by the way, we've got a full show for you. Evan Bland within the te- uh, next 20 minutes or so from the Omaha World Herald. We'll talk a little Husker football with him. And then Travis Justice, who covers the Iowa Hawkeyes, for WHO Radio uh, in Des Moines. Um, Travis is entertaining. He's covered the Huskers for years, or did cover the Huskers for years, and still kind of does with Rob Zadiska. Uh, So uh, we'll talk talk about that uh, with with Travis, uh, break down the game. Nebraska is a one-point favorite. Makes no sense. I mean, there's no way that that line makes sense. It started out, I think, Nebraska three-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, then the news of Adrian Martinez, uh, who is going to need, actually did have shoulder surgery already, but he'll be out six months and probably won't play uh, in spring football. He won't play uh, spring football. But then it goes from that news to Iowa's now a one-point favorite. For some reason, it just flipped more recently within the last uh, 28, 48 hours uh, to Nebraska's now a one-point favorite. I, <laughs> there might have been a sizable bet on uh, for you know for yeah. Milt. Uh, that's right. So maybe that's what. That's got to be it, right? It's got to be all about Milt, uh, yeah. who passed on uh, during the bye week uh, between Nebraska and Wisconsin. He passed on, so uh, his last wish was for Husker fans to place an irresponsible bet on Nebraska versus Iowa. So. You know, maybe that's – it sounds ridiculous, but maybe that's part of it. <laughs> it's got to be part of it. Uh, so, it's been a kind of a fun story uh, this week. But I don't know. Like, especially with Logan Smothers, I mean, this is it, – it's going to be hard to get a read on even Logan Smothers yeah. today. And I know that's what everybody's kind of seeing this game as. But you're going up against one of the best 
defenses in the nation and more than that one of the most opportunistic defenses in the nation they've you know they've picked off a lot of different oh. guys Brock Purdy early on Michael yeah. Penix I mean they buried those guys early in their season you know picks left and right and you're kind of worried and and I'm kind of wondering what the offense is going to look like today and it, it's just a it's just a mess of things going on of course oh. because Scott this might be the last time that we'll see Scott Frost calls the plays for Nebraska at least that's the plan no. moving forward um and so there's just all these different scenarios that can come out of today that will make you either think okay the plan they put in place 2 weeks before the season ended two you know before oh. two games before the season ended uh looks good oh. or You'll go, well, maybe there's something to this or that. Uh, and, you know, I don't know if what they're doing is the correct way because if you beat Iowa with your with your with smoke smothers now, you kind of wonder, well, maybe Frost should be calling plays. Maybe smothers should be the quarterback next year. You know, all these different thoughts uh, come into your head. And if they beat Iowa with smothers today, I mean, Adrian's not coming back. Right. I mean, if they beat them and, and smothers looks good yeah. and they beat Iowa, say, by a couple of touchdowns. Uh, the narrative is we found our quarterback. Look, this is the guy, uh, Logan Smothers, the son of, you know, his dad uh, his, who coached him in high school. This was the guy all along. Why wasn't he playing earlier, first of all? Yeah, we'd be second guessing there. He played so well, and look at his elusiveness and the ability to throw on the run and keep drives alive. And no, he doesn't even know the offense well. Uh, so look at, you know, in next year, the year after that, that's going to be the conversation. Adrian's not coming back after that. Uh, but if he doesn't play well, Adrian might look at it, well, that's my job. Even if I don't show up in spring ball, who needs that? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get surgery. I'll be there by fall camp. I'll take the keys to the car. I'll lead Nebraska to 8-4 and four or 7-5. and five. I'll be, <laughs> And I'll be a big hero. Yep. And uh, I'll make some money while I'm at it through name, image, and likeness. And I'll ride off into the sunset. That's why this is fascinating today. Um, because the game really means nothing. You haven't, other than you haven't beaten Iowa in six straight uh, appearances. Uh, they've dominated you, and yet you're the favorite. Again, makes no sense. That and you haven't had a, this much of a losing season. I know this is really kind of getting down <laughs> to uh, the crit of it, but you haven't had a three and nine season since like the fifties. I think uh, you've had a couple four and eight seasons. So you could it could be the tide for the worst. And that, that's when you go back to is this the lowest point in Nebraska uh, football's program? I don't know about you know future talk and all that, but certainly would have a case for it with like a one year extension for uh, your head coach that. You know, you, you put so much hope in, and then you go 3-9, and nine, which would be the worst since the 50s or whatever it is. I mean, that uh, that's pretty low, but th there is some hope. I mean, it that's the difference between this year and last year, um, whereas opposed to last year, you know, you've kind of you felt like you had more time, but um, this team looks good. I mean, there's a reason why they're favored by one. It's not all on Iowa. I think that's both on Iowa and Nebraska, um, kind of a combination thing there. Yeah. But there's a belief that Nebraska is certainly going to keep it close. And maybe, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe just with a different quarterback, they can make that one extra play in the clutch to get the win. Uh, it's Black Friday. That means uh, you have to go shopping. You're required that's to right. go shopping today. Although I've heard that really it's a better day tomorrow. Tomorrow is the better day to go uh, for the really good deals because, yeah, a little more picked over, but you don't have to fight the crowds and you still get the, the great deals. Yeah, it amazes me every year when these uh, when you get to see those fights, <laughs> you know, <laughs> across the nation. That's right. People are all rushing in. Yeah, I've I've done Black Friday shopping a few times, obviously because of our schedule today. We yeah. didn't do it this year, but uh, it is a bit fun. But I like to wait till Cyber Monday. Is that that's around the corner too? So 
Cyber Monday. Yeah. Uh, what what is Cyber Monday? You're just doing it online. Yeah, it's just, it's like Black Friday online without See, the lines, without the fights. I, I've never shopped in my life. I'm I'm the guy <laughs> uh, on Christmas Eve at Walgreens, uh, just walking up and oh, down yeah. uh, the aisle, <laughs> aimlessly looking looking socks. for something <laughs> that is you know five bucks or less. Yeah. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And usually everybody uh, on Christmas Day gets shaving cream from me. <laughs> Uh, but it's the thought that counts, right, Buck? Um, that's right. I, I yeah, just can't right. stand shopping. I'm just not good oh, at it. Oh, I hate it, too. Because then you, when you're buying somebody a gift, right, and uh, you don't want to, like, be overboard, so you buy them, like, a $25, $30 gift or whatever it is, you know. Uh, when it's for an adult, you just know that if they wanted that, they'd go and get it. Right. <laughs> that's right. Why can't I just give you the cash and you can go buy it yeah. or not buy it? Or use it at the drive-thru at McDonald's. It might not have any sentimental value, but even, I mean, you can right. use it for your electric bill and exactly. get a cheaper electric bill It's this the month. thought that counts. <laughs> I've never understood. It's the thought that counts. No, it isn't. If I'm not going to use it, or if I'm getting a gift that I know somebody else isn't going to use, or even like, uh, what's the <laughs> point? What's the point? Why don't I just walk up like a $100 handshake and boom, go. congratulations, happy new year, uh, whatever. Uh, go get them. Don't let Hallmark take your holidays. <laughs> just give. <laughs> don't let these companies take your holidays. Just do cash. <laughs> That's right. I think uh, cash should be the new thing yeah. uh, in Christmas. Because uh, I'm well, I'm just not good at it. Uh, I don't know if um, if you saw what Nick Saban said. Uh, it was it was actually great stuff. I was fired up at a presser. Uh, actually, there was a call from a fan who said. You know, I just go to these games expecting you guys to win all the time. I'm just wondering, you know, how much it's going to be. And I'm really disappointed when you lose and blah, blah, blah. And then Nick Saban just went off. Uh, not only on the collar, but just kind of fans in general. This is Nick Saban. When I came here, everybody was happy to win a game. All right, now we're not happy to win a game anymore. We're not happy to win a game at all. All right, we think we should win games by whatever. And I don't think that's fair to the players either, all right, because our players work our, their butt off all right, to be the best that they can be all right, and to get criticized for what they work hard for to do so that you can be entertained, all right, so that you can enjoy and have pride and passion for what they accomplish and what they do. And they're not perfect. All right, they're just college students. They're going to co- they go to school every day. They've got to study. All right, they have to run extra after practice when they miss study hall. I mean... Come on, give me a break. This is not professional football. These guys aren't getting paid to play here. They're representing you all. You should be proud and happy to support them and appreciate what they do and have some gratitude. And you know what else? Nobody wants to win worse than they do. Not me, not you. I don't care what kind of fan you are. Nobody wants to win more than the players that play. Nobody. That was magnificently said. And, and nobody feels worse than they do when they lose. Yep. Nobody. You're not done. So for all you self-absorbed folks out there that can't look past your own self, 
all right, to appreciate what other people are doing. <laughs> he it was great because he, he gives the speech and then he notices the people are clapping along. Yeah. He's going, wait a minute, I've got I've got their attention. Pumps them up, gives them good Let's energy. Let's go here. I, I'm I'm just gonna. Get, it was like a he was on the campaign trail. Yeah, like he was out there looking for votes and just got pumped up and more pumped up and more excited. That guy, I don't know if I like him or not, but sometimes I really like him. Oh, I I love him. His his anger kind of makes it kind of fun too when he give you these, gives you these quips and he's he's done it before. And, and again, just the the greatest coach of all time in college football. Oh, easily. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, and it's a modern day legend that we get to watch, and that's why people are scared, yourself included, that they could get in with two losses because right. they're just so believable how good they are all the time. But uh, it is it is like that's interesting, you know, touching on the points of of you know kind of winning close games and and fans being disappointed. It's it's been a long time right. of it. Like I saw people comparing that to like Tom Osborne in the nineties, right. or you know, that's that's when you'd go back and. If you did have a close game, it's what's wrong with this yeah. team? Yeah, go back and look at the whole clip because we left out a lot of stuff in there. There was like uh, two extra minutes of stuff of just ranting of how when teams lose two games, we just we check out. Oh, yeah, at Alabama, you, they definitely do. Yeah, they, you, you definitely see it throughout college football. If Look at Nebraska versus Wisconsin. Yes. That place was not alive at all. It was pretty much dead. And, it, you know, that was a team that won six straight games. They're going to go to the Big Ten Championship in all likelihood, and most of their fan base checked out because they lost three games right. early. Right. It's like, oh, they lost games early. doesn't matter that they've won six in a row. Uh, we, we've got other things to do. Yeah. Camp Randall was dead, and that's one of the best places in college football to be. Uh, and it's still good. When it's on. Yeah, when it's on. Uh, so he, he has a point. Uh, you know, it's a microwave society. I, I want it done, the hot pocket, in two minutes, and I want to eat and be done and uh, move on with my next thing. I think it's like that in college football and sports in general, that we have an immediate reaction after every single game, um, good or bad. I, I hated my Vikings. Now they're 5-5, five and five, have a chance to go 6-5. and five. Maybe I'm back in, that type of thing. Um, and we make narratives. We make uh, decisions about teams and people very quickly. But, and the appreciation is the one thing, you know, for the, for the players that, that, you know, they put in all this work. And, of course, they care more than anybody else about losing. Yeah. If, if you're a competitor and you've, if you, it doesn't even matter to what level you know about um, trying to win those games and how important it is to you or, or the, the player on the field. And that's that's something that we, we should all always remind ourselves of, um, especially here in Nebraska where the, the losses are piling up. You can kind of just make blanket yeah. statements about the program and how bad it is. And I do all the time, but it, it's never to take away from the players effort uh or you know their want to and that's clearly always there you can see them laying it out there on the field and you know that's different yeah. than some other teams people have, have have made simple likes to point back to the 2017 that's different than teams we've said in the past and it's one of the strong arguments on behalf of the, the frost supporters yeah. is man they're still playing hard they're going to continue to play hard uh and leave it all out there for the team so you, you kind of feel like the the culture at least is better in that way uh Good stuff there from Saban. Uh, college football today, Nebraska versus Iowa, 12-30, of course. Uh, we'll lead you up from now all the way to Tipsy Tina's and the pregame show, which will start right around 10 a.m. this morning. Postgame show with Connor and Bach. Then after that, of course, uh, you've got DP and uh, Jake Sorensen yep. uh, sitting in at Tanner's. So a full day of football today. Uh 
Eric, uh, with gift ideas for Christmas, uh, how about uh, sending someone DoorDash credits? That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, there you go, yeah. See, I like that idea. The gift card type of stuff is pretty the, good. The gift card is always good, I think. I And, you know, again, well, you, you couldn't have put more thought into than that. I, I don't want people putting a lot of thought into it. The DoorDash stuff. Because you're probably going to get it wrong anyway. The DoorDash stuff is crazy to me, though, because you'll pay like $20 for like a $5 McDonald's uh. meal. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. I'm easy to buy for gift cards, golf balls. Oh, yeah. Those two things, I'm very easy to buy for. Um, 464-5685, Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Sarter Heyman text line. Uh, This off the text line from OG, OG Les Lancaster, uh, was speaking like, uh, uh, Saban that is, speaking like a guy that was running for class president. Uh, and he gets you free lunches. Uh, yeah, he did kind of sound like that. I, 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 when he speaks and he gets rolling, he's great. Hey, if a crowd gets behind you, and I don't care what you're talking about. You, you can get going That's right. too. That's right. <laughs> when you're Nick Saban, you can pretty much run that state oh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's get to break. Come back with Evan Bland. We'll talk a little Husker football with Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. We'll do it next.